Hey friends, welcome to the Victor Marks podcast with Victor Marks, founder of All Things Possible Ministries. Welcome to the show where we bring you real conversations facing life's hard truths, stories of redemption, and the latest from the front lines. Whether you're on the road, getting your day started, or finally settling in, we've got an exciting new episode planned for you. So let's dive into today's show. We can't wait to share with you the brand new release of Triggered, a documentary style film that chronicles the struggles of PTSD recovery. In Triggered, renowned trauma expert Victor Marks, himself a victim of PTSD, takes us on a journey of hope, uncovering causes, symptoms, and treatment options for trauma victims. Unscripted, raw, and authentic interviews of victims and medical experts reveal how those suffering from trauma can be freed from its life-crippling effects. Be sure to visit victormarks.com to stay up to date with the latest details on Triggered the Film and how you can help make a difference in the life of someone suffering from PTSD. Here is Victor and Eileen Marks on the journey and recovery of trauma and PTSD. You don't know how much I'm dying inside and I, and I need help. You know, my behavior started going really crazy. Um, and I mean, I felt crazy. My wife would be afraid. My kids would be scared of me. And it, this wasn't me. And, and yet it was. And then it started making sense. It's trauma that he has been trying to deal with. Over the past few decades, I've dedicated my life to helping those who've suffered from trauma and the effects of it. This sweet baby, look her face and head was hit because of an explosion, ID because of ISIL. My name is Victor Marks, and in this film, I'll be your guide on a journey to find and fight an unseen enemy known as PTSD. Right out of high school, I joined the United States Marine Corps. From there, I became a competitive shooter and an instructor in the Corps. I then got into a martial arts career and the privilege of training over 30 world champions and then worked for years with special operations personnel. I'm best known probably for being the world's fastest gun disarmed man. As a result of my first film, The Victim Mark Story, we really had an overwhelming response from first responders, the military, to the general public realizing that they were suffering from the effects of trauma. My father didn't claim me as his kid. Uh, My mother would marry six times. I went to 14 schools, 17 different houses. Uh, But what really took a toll on me, I guess, was the child abuse. When you're raised in an unstable environment, uh, bad things happen to good kids. And unfortunately for me, uh, I suffered uh, abuse at the hands of multiple uh, folks, but uh, you know there was torture involved. I know it's like to be electrocuted or dunked in a tub until uh, you pass out, only to be woken up on the bathroom floor to the abuser breathing into my mouth to resuscitate me. And I'll never forget my, my stepfather looked at me and said, don't you ever forget I'm the one that gives you life. You know, for me, my life was perfect as an adult because I'd managed the trauma and compartmentalized it really well until, as a professional martial artist, I tore my hamstring off my hip and it was extreme and all of a sudden my identity 
was ripped from me. I didn't know, I didn't know what to do. I saw my husband destroying this chair because it broke my son's arm. Um, that was probably one, one reaction that I saw that my husband do that was not normal to me. I went ahead and uh, got crazy on that chair. I destroyed it so that it would never have a chance to hurt my son again. That felt normal to me. That's how he dealt with it. I mean, I, I'm looking at it. The chair didn't do anything. It's not the chair's fault. But this is how Victor was processing my son breaking his arm. Really, because of this physical trauma that was traumatic to me um, as an adult, it really triggered things from my past. I went into a great depression. I got put on medication. And my life became upside down. Many doctor visits, tons of medication, and actually, when it was all said and done, they really missed what was truly happening to me. They said I was bipolar. So a friend gave Victor some Zoloft because he noticed he was very depressed. And actually, the Zoloft, I think, backfired because it put him in a mania. And it, it was causing problems with our marriage because he became um, not abusive but he, for instance, wrote with a permanent marker on the wall a message to me that was not nice. Um, and he put a dagger in the wall. And at that time, we both knew I needed to leave with the kids because he, he even said it. I, I packed her and the kids up in the car saying, you need, to, you need to spend time with your family. You can get away from me. So I think this was the beginning of his vault opening up of everything that was going on in his soul that I really never knew about. This was the beginning of it. You know, when you struggle with uh, post-traumatic stress disorder uh, and, and you don't really know what it is or where it's coming from, you'll take it out on other people. Y you snap, there's anger for me, there was violence. Um, and it even went against my own conscience, which made me despise myself and who I'd become. And unfortunately, I took out a lot on my wife. I'm glad she never gave up on me. Um, you know, during the 10 years of, um, part of that was medicine, part of it wasn't, I, I didn't have a lot of people to talk to, so I didn't. And we had three children, we had a business, so, and I was homeschooling. So I didn't really have a luxury to kind of share what's happening. I think I just did it. I just, I just lived our life the best that we could. I think what motivated me to get counseling was during Victor's really irrational behavior, there was actually things being triggered in me from my childhood. Because my father was um, an abusive alcoholic. He served in the Korean War. And I know he suffered from trauma. So there were times that Victor would, would react towards our kids in a way that scared me so much. As an adult now, I see him treating our kids in a way 
it kind of brought me back to being a child and not being able to do anything about it. So there were times that I actually prevented Victor from disciplining our children because of my own fear. I mean, I felt like this uncontrollable, at times raging person that I didn't trust. And I hated that about myself because I had prided myself on being self-disciplined um, and having control over myself, especially physically because of my background. Now all of a sudden, my mind wasn't working and, it, and I was really, I was volatile. Finding the right counselor and doctor or team to help you is critical. One, you gotta find somebody you can trust, who's experienced in, in what I call being a soul surgeon, understanding the effects of trauma on the brain. I mean, and, and the right medications. Uh, for me, they were just playing, you know, pin the tail on the donkey, it seemed like. I've been on Depakote, Depakine, Prozac, Zoloft, Lithium, Buspar, Xanax, you know, as a teenager struggling I did drugs I drank trying to really calm my brain down when really you got to find the right person with the right treatment and everyone's different but there are some major uh, similarities of how to treat PTSD after Victor went through uh, 123 visits he was doing really well I mean he was he was consistent um, he did not have any major issues. I did, however, notice when he started helping these women who were captured by ISIS going over to the front lines, that he started getting triggered again. And I think their stories, once again, of the horrible things that they went through, it triggered his childhood again. The thing that got to me, the most is uh, looking into the eyes of a number of girls who had given up because of what they went through. It's very important, don't ever give up. When the times come that you feel like you want to give up, don't. But when I was young, I was tortured as a kid. <laughs> and left for dead. Harvard did a study that some of the most acute levels of combat vets uh, coming back that had acute levels of PTSD was actually related to their childhood. Because when you're a kid and bad things happen to you, you can't process it. So you just kind of compartmentalize it. And then later in life, when something tragic happens and your vault is cracked and things start coming out, that's when you start to present behaviors and challenges and issues as an adult. When it's really what you're going through right there, oftentimes it's just a trigger for what happened to you as a kid. One of the greatest moments in my life with dealing all this craziness is when the right doctor looked at me and said, you're not bipolar, you have PTSD. And believe me, that made the biggest difference in my life, identifying this unseen enemy. You know, the 
healing process or treatment is, is different. Uh, some PTSD is acute. Uh, I would be put in that category. Uh, where some is, is not so much, it can be minor. And really, one visit, two, three, four, a couple of weeks, you really could actually have enough healing and effectiveness in that course of treatment that boom, you're done. It, it, it really has made a difference. Uh, the log jam's been undone. For other people who maybe have more of acute, uh, like in my case, because of torture and other things, uh, you gotta give yourself time. Uh, you know, don't give up on the process. And I used to hate going in to visit, to do my, you know, to visit about my past unraveled things. I would just, it was like going to a dentist to get a root canal without anesthesia. But the reality is every time I went, I felt better when I would leave. And uh, it didn't always last, but I would go, oh my gosh, is this what it's like to breathe? And you could almost say I felt like I was so far under the water. Every treatment, I would come up a little bit more. I could see the light. I'd be coming up and the pressure against me would start to dissipate. And that always gave me hope of the soon, soon. And by the time I was done, uh, the quality of my life had so increased um, that I knew it was worth it. And I would encourage any of you, don't ever give up on the process. Never give up. I tell people, your behavior tells on you. And trying to hold down things that have happened to you, it's like, it's like pushing a beach ball into water and hoping it doesn't pop up. But the right wave, the right setting, it will pop up. And then people see it and you know it. And that's what happened to me. The reality that I've seen over the years of working and helping people is that it's a tremendous improvement in the quality of your life for those who actually identify that they have trauma and seek help and treatment for it. I think the advice that I would give to a spouse who is struggling with um, seeing their loved one suffer, I think the first thing is to understand that they don't want to feel like this. This is not something that they enjoy. It is painful, but I think as a spouse, you hold a key in their healing. And, and whether or not you see it now, if you push in with them and do what you can, use your influences, love them, let them know you're never gonna leave them, you're gonna be in this with them for the long haul. I think that's crucial for their healing. Healing is a journey. I mean, I would like to be healed 100% with no issues anymore. But the, the reality is, there's always gonna be a little something. And depending on your life situation or what you do, you could get re-triggered even when you're feeling great. So if you're suffering from the effects of trauma, or you suspect someone you know is suffering from the effects of trauma, I encourage you to seek help. And we've really made some great opportunities for you to receive resources to help you through this journey.
Thanks for joining us for today's episode release of Triggered. We'd love to invite you to follow along and check out the full screening along with additional resources beyond this podcast at victormarks.com. You can hear more about the work Victor and Eileen are doing around the world at Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all linked in the show notes below. Be sure to drop us a comment if this message has impacted you in any way or if there's anything you'd like to hear more of. We're always encouraged to hear from you. Thanks for spending your time with us. Until next time.